Hello everyone and welcome to what is now the second episode of Hoylick Highlights, this, uh, our newly named podcast. Uh, it is the 13th of January, Friday the 13th of January. Nothing bad happened until now, hopefully. So uh, yeah, just a happy new year to all our listeners uh, that have joined uh, through Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, really happy that this has got off the ground and, and, and hoping it could be something good and a good form of communication in the future. So <coughs> just a quick brief update on uh, the things that have been happening on the golf course. It's been from December, very, very tricky month with uh, illness and the staff, with the, the lurgy that's been going through half of the country, uh, hit the staff as well. Uh, and as well as the, the, the frozen ground for the last two weeks of December, uh, put us a little bit behind, but the team have worked really hard to catch up. And today finished the last bunker of uh, the winter on the 16th hole. Uh, water table issues or perch water table issues, we believe. Uh, some more investigating to be done on that, but the, the, the bunkers filling back up just as fast as we can pump them out. But uh, we got the revetted walls up and all tied in uh, and ready for the next few weeks when we'll be starting to put sand in all the bunkers, bringing the levels up, getting them out of the, the water uh, and levelling the, the sand off. You know, you've all been used to the new way of uh, <coughs> having bunker presentation with the bold bunkers and the, the rake middles where the balls return to the middle. Uh, this is changing now uh, to flat raked bunkers uh, for, for the open because they need to be more penal with the balls sitting right up against the lips. But you might ask the question, well, why can that not be done just before the open? Uh, the reason being we need to pull the sand back from the uh, revetted faces to reveal the three or four layers of vetted turf that's underneath the sand just now and weather that turf so it looks the same as the re rest of the vetted bunker in time for the open. Should we do this just before, then you would have a, a very obvious bottom layer of revetting that would look uh, pretty silly. So a lot of work to be done still in the bunkers in the coming weeks. Uh, we All the revetted turf that's been lifted from the leaves and the uh, the range uh, is going to be replaced with bottom turf uh, before all the tents are brought in to there, which we're looking at just now uh, around about mid-March for uh, the construction of the open. But a lot of that you might not see because it might be uh, kind of back shop just now until stuff starts going out in the course. Uh, you might also see there's been quite a lot of happenings uh, outside the putting green. We have extended the York Stone to make the entrance to the range a lot bigger uh, <coughs> to keep wear away from the public right away. It gives us a great opportunity to actually extend the putting green uh, to make as much space as we can out of it. Because it's, I mean, it looks on paper it's a very big putting green, but realistically for what we've got coming up, we need as much space as possible. A lot of these uh, uh, tour players have got their caddies, their, their mine coaches, their coaches with them, and uh, as well as all their putting aids and their tour bags. So I think even if we extended it as, as we have done by 80 square metres, it's actually quite a considerable amount. Uh, and if it gives us a couple more hole positions on the putting green, then then all the better. You'll also notice it looks a bit naked just now because the, uh, the chain link has disappeared. That's down at Birkenhead uh, Powder Coaters getting... Uh, shot blasted with a zinc coating uh, and then powder coated afterwards uh, so it looks perfect in time for the open. 
the club have been great this year still spending money on the green staff uh, machinery we've just taken deliver of four delivery of four uh, small utility vehicles so you'll see the new fancy john deere gators uh, buzzing around the place working hard uh, a great addition to our fleet of uh, an aging utility vehicles that we're kind of just clinging on for dear life so that's fantastic news for that uh, as again uh, i'll emphasize these are just short updates uh, and if there's any other questions that we can answer you can find me at james bledge on twitter happy to answer them in the next little podcast and moving forward we could have other news from the club and let's just see how this develops but uh very happy to be contacted on my email address as well that you can probably find in the club diary i think so uh thanks again for listening and uh hopefully we can grow this speak to you soon <laughs>